Hey guys, Wayne Johnson. Wednesdays with Wayne, episode 44. We uh, got a special guest today. We've been talking about this last week about uh, having an Australian on. So it's my Australian car owner, uh, Brett Smith, not uh, Brent that Sarah thought we had on. <laughs> Hi, Brent. <laughs> Brent and Brett, they're from Australia. Uh, was a, it was a really good time uh, catching up with Brett and... Uh, we're actually going to have to have it in two episodes because uh, there was a lot of stuff that we didn't get to talk about. So we're going to get right into that. So let's uh, see if we can get Brett on the line. Highside Racewear has grown to become a major brand in racing apparel. Whether you're looking for high-quality custom Nomax race suits or embroidered hats, Highside Racewear has everything your team needs for safety and success. Highside Racewear offers custom race suits, gloves, shoes, dye sublimated team apparel, and top quality embroidered hats, jackets, and shirts. Before you buy from anyone else, check out the Highside Racewear Facebook page or email highsideracewear at gmail.com for more information. Okay, guys, now we got Brett Smith on the line. Brett, we got you? I'm, I'm here. How are you, Wayne? I'm doing great. How about yourself? Yeah, not too bad at all. Thanks for having me on. No problem. I'm, for the ones that don't know, <laughs> Brett is uh, my car owner in Australia that uh, probably the last three or four years that I've been. And uh, Brett's actually a race car driver himself. Did you get a chance, Brett, to what, listen to the last podcast last week? I actually was listening to it, but I didn't actually get to the end. And I just I listened to it uh, this morning, I did, and realized that, uh, yeah, that guy Brett, Brent and Sarah got it all mixed up. So uh, I actually don't know who that guy is. I don't know who he is. So we need to meet that guy. Yeah, for sure. You need to go have some crownies with him whenever you get a chance, you know. <laughs> and we certainly do. And some oysters called Patrick, your favorite. <laughs> yes, for sure. By the way, you know, that was one reason I wanted to have you on. We've talked a bunch about the coronavirus. And we'll we'll go into the race and stuff, and, and we'll, we'll have a lot of stuff to talk about. But with coronavirus, you know, over here, we're kind of – I'm not saying wide open. We, there's a lot of restrictions and stuff, but you guys are really, really, really on lockdown. Are you guys still on yeah, lockdown as, as, as this week? We're in Melbourne now, so we've been in lockdown. Oh, wow, I don't know how many weeks now, but we've just come out of it. We were actually not even allowed to leave leave our house, only for uh, food or medical and stuff like that, and uh, it was quite some time, so... We've literally just got let out sort of now we are, so it's been hell. And our race season sort of got stopped early in March, um, and it's still a little bit touch and go sort of at the moment of what racing we're going to get in uh, for this upcoming season. So we just have to wait and see how it all goes. But it's been pretty mad with the coronavirus. But are there a lot of folks sick in Australia? Uh, to tell me the truth, I haven't met or heard anyone that's sick, no one. No one at all. Wow. So mom and dad Not, are doing good. Yeah, my mom and dad are really good. They've obviously been a little bit concerned. My nana is 94, my nana is. So she's been staying at my mum and dad's. And uh, they're obviously been protecting her quite a fair bit. So, um, yeah, we've just obviously been careful when we're going to, to visit my parents and uh, just to make sure that, you know, we haven't sort of been around too many people or whatnot. But apart from that, we haven't really been too concerned about other from 
looking after my nana, really. That's probably the only concern that we've had. Everything else is, is all pretty good, except we're not allowed out and about. But uh, things are starting to get a little bit back to normal now, they are. So uh, hopefully, you know, all the shops and pubs and stuff like that, restaurants are now sort of opening up, but it's all limited numbers still at the moment. So is there a lot of uh, businesses that have went under? Um, yes, yes. Not not a lot that I know of, but there is there is sort of talk about there's you know, there's quite a few uh pubs in the city that won't reopen. Um yeah, not a lot that I know of, but uh I think it's certainly taken its toll on some people. It has without a doubt. A lot of people lost their job, I don't know the amount of people, but a lot of people were getting put off work and then there's um yeah, so I think it's made it pretty pretty awkward for lots of people at the moment. Well, for sure, and well, we're gonna we're gonna stop on that topic because we could go on and on and about the about that. We could go on forever, and but exactly. So this exactly. is more of a racing podcast, but I wanted the people to to know that you know in in the times that we've talked in the last few weeks, you're really explaining to me how bad it was, and that you guys could even just go to the grocery store and that was it. And if they yeah, that's out, exactly, exactly right, or jail or whatever. So pretty crazy. But uh, yeah, yep. Say with saying rest, we're talking about restaurants, and uh, I'm drawing a blank on my favorite restaurant, Melbourne. Oh, I know the one that you're talking about. You're talking about Topolino. Yeah, that's the one, and it's actually funny. That was probably the first place, the first place we went to, but uh, when it all got opened again. When I go to Australia, Brett knows Topolino's is going to be one of the first stops that we have to go to to get oysters (laughs) Kilpatrick. And he it got me onto is. those things, and I don't know how many dozens of those things we've ate, but there's probably been a quite a few dozens. But uh, and I sure, you know, I make those at home sometimes when I get, especially when I'm on the west coast and and get fresh. I think we made it when you know. we come over. We seen you in uh, in Vegas, and we we went down and bought some. We made some oyster Patrick for everyone. Yep, that's right. Yeah, that was one time. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, those things are great. So. Um, I don't even know how you explain to people that what they are, but yeah, that's my favorite place to go. And and we, uh, you know, like I said, I get off the plane, I'm like, Brett, take me straight to Topolino's or whatever. So, and then we've been there pretty late at night. I think there's been some four o'clock in the morning times when we've been there. <laughs> Certainly has. Yep, without a doubt. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what you what year was the first time you come and drove my car? Man, I'm gonna guess. Uh, oh goodness, what was it, Brett? I was before I was hurt, so 2006. Oh, yeah, I can't remember there. I was just going to say that you know Brett owns the 39 car that I drive in Australia, and we've been to quite a few racetracks. and And I want to talk about racing, and and one of my fondest memories of going and coming over and and on a racing note because we've had a lot of good times with Tyson Perez, and oh my God, there was been so many crazy things we've done, and. I'm sure we're going to talk about those, but one of the things that I'll never forget, we were at Adelaide, or is that Avalon that's close to it? I've got to remember. Is it Avalon that's close to Melbourne or Adelaide? A- Avalon. Avalon's the, the racetrack that's only like 45 minutes from our workshop. Yeah. So we come in, Brett. We go there, and, and uh, actually we run we run third. And uh, Yeah, that, that's correct. Two, that was at the President's Cup. But I'm talking about when we run third in the, and I'm not can't remember if it was the President's Cup we run third, but when we run third we cross the finish line and the back markers crashed in front of me and I got upside down after the race was over. <laughs> I 
can't remember that. Do you remember that? No, I can't remember that part. No, no. Oh my God, that's the part that I remember the most. <laughs> we'll have to. Run uh, Only time I've ever crashed after the race was over, and it actually oh got upside down because the back markers were crashing right in front of me, right at the flag stand. We'll have to um, uh, thank Gary Wright actually for this because of me actually meeting you and becoming. Uh, very good friends, I think, over the last, well, I don't know how long we've known each other for quite some time, but um, it was Gary Wright originally who we were going to have come and drive my car for the first year. And he was uh, driving at the Chili Bowl and apparently got sick, apparently. And um, at the last minute, then Tyson Perez uh, called you up. Uh, I think you were racing at the Chili Bowl and we, we uh, called you up to see if uh, you could come and fill the spot, which you could. So... And um, it's, it's, it's worked out pretty good because we've been downhill become, every time. Become... <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> I think we've become pretty good friends over those years. We have. Yeah, for sure. We've, you know, you've been over here a few times now and I've been over, so we've, we've hung out a lot and, and we've got a lot of memories. And, you know, that's, that's what, that's how we become good friends, you know, doing things together. And there's so many memories that, that uh, I just cherish, you know, just coming there and, just like your mom and dad, you know, fixing me meals and, you know, all that stuff, Brett. I mean, it's just, you know, it's like, like you know, when I, you, when I come over there, you guys just treat me like family, and and it's been awesome. It really has. And, but there's been some crazy times, probably more crazy times than the good times. I mean, I don't even know how to say it because when we get together, for some reason, I don't know if we just try to – see who's crazier or what but uh man we, we have done some crazy stuff you know that we come to vegas and we go to the gun shooting range and we're shooting 50 caliber guns and machine guns and all kinds of stuff i got photos of that but what were you going to say exactly i've got some photos i was just going to say i think at one time um you said uh we should actually be brothers because we sort of get along and we've got we've got the uh same uh, same bad attitude as each other, and we're same <laughs> stubborn as each other. And you said, "Man, you sure you're not my brother?" One day. <laughs> uh, that might have been a few crownies in on that one because I don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Brett, but we had know, some uh, good times. We we uh, probably the best time when you drove with how we. You ran uh, second at Waterville in a World Series race, so that was a good that was a good result, and uh, that was second to Terry McCall actually that night. And uh, as I said, you ran a third at the President's Cup, um, and uh, we also wrecked a lot of stuff on the way. But um, we had our ups and downs, but we had plenty plenty of lots plenty of good fun as we'll go on. Yeah, that's for sure. You know, and Kenny Nolan, uh, which you know he was a friend of yours that. Now he's a great friend of mine, and he comes over just about every year now uh, and helps me through the summer a little bit. So, you know, without meeting you, I would have never met Kenny also. but Yeah, that's right. Yep. And then also standard Kenny. You know, uh, Kenny's a great yeah, sponsor you, of yours, has been around. And, man. Yeah, exactly right. He makes, he, must, he makes us look sane. <laughs> and you, uh, you nicknamed those guys all those years ago because we had two Kennys on the team, and you said, right, you're standard Kenny. And your Bush Kenny, and those nicknames are still stuck today. We all we call them <laughs> so you, Bush Kenny and Stan you know, Kenny, you, and that was that. Uh, you know, you think you know. I know you listen to a lot of these podcasts that that we do, 
and everyone gets a nickname around me. You know that. So uh, everyone gets a nickname. Exactly. Thank goodness you haven't given me one. <laughs> well, uh, it, it, uh, after going to your parents' house for dinner one night and looking on the wall there of your picture, it's just all I can think of is if any nickname I was going to give you would be rock star. <laughs> well, yeah, I thought I was a rock star when I was young. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> but Brett was, a, Brett was actually in a band and had really long hair, and it was when the hair bands were big because he's old like me and – <laughs> and uh, so there were some photos of his of him there like that on his on his mom's wall, and I was like, "What is this?" And he's like, oh, "Yeah, I played in a band and this, that, and the other." Well, come to find out, me and Brett like a lot of the same music. You know, Def Leppard's kind of one of our favorites. We cert- we certainly do. We certainly do like a lot of <laughs> a lot of music. You know, it's, it must be the same. It must be the age is what it is. Well, I think you're a whole lot older than me. You are. I don't know, Brett. I might be a couple years older, but I wouldn't say a whole lot. But after talking to you, after talking to you a day or so ago, talking about doing this this uh, podcast or whatever, I don't need readers yet to read my phone. No, exactly right. Yes, I do certainly do need glasses now to read the text messages. Yes, yep. that's just part no, that's of it. Pretty bad. So you know Gary Rogers too. You know, uh, and I'm sure a lot of the Australians will know who that is. But Gary Rogers actually owns a uh, he owned a V8 supercar team, and within only the last 12 months, he's got out of that, and he owns a, a lot of other TCR cars, and they're called um, oh, some open-wheel cars, uh, they are. Um, oh, I've forgotten the name of them. But, yeah, he's been a long-time sponsor of me since I even started racing uh, compact speed cars. So, uh, and, yeah, he, he, he really enjoyed the company with you, and every time I see him, uh, he always he always actually asks, how's Wayne going? So he, he's always yes. thought you had pretty good jokes. Well, well, you know, uh, Gary, I'll, I'll never forget one of the first things that he ever said to me when I met him at the track, and I think it was Avalon. But he walks up to me, you know, and he's a big – I mean, he's like Rick Hendrick is here in the States, you know, with the cup team uh, having those uh, Super V8 cars or whatever. He's walking through the pits, and he comes up, and, you know, and you introduce me to him and everything. And he has a following, like – like all the newspaper people and and all of that kind of thing. And I'll never forget, he put his arm around me and said, I'm going to make you famous. <laughs> and you said, hey, Gary, I'll make you famous. <laughs> Did I say that? Yeah, you said, hey, Gary, I'm, maybe I might make you famous. That was your comeback. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to make sure we, we touch on everyone that helps you with your team. And, and I know you've been parked now for a couple of years with, trying to get your business going and and like i said you probably didn't hear all of the the bull crap that me and sarah had going on about uh australians and we were talking about slang is what we were talking about how you guys speak and and uh you know some of the some of the words and you were a big part of that with me with with the uh earthwire because i had no idea what the earthwire was the one that got you when my dad said, oh, are you staying down the flat, which was... I don't remember that. Yeah, which was called an apartment, which you call a condo. And, oh, you uh, call them flat. Yeah, my dad said to you, oh, are you staying down at Brett's flat at the moment? And you looked at him like, a flat? And I said, yeah, apartment. That's what, basically, in the 70s, they used to call apartments flats over here. And so my dad completely confused her over that one. Oh, yeah, there's so many things that, you know, going back and forth for the last 
quite a few years now, and then you haven't having you over and I'm there's stuff that I say today that that you know that people look at me because it just comes to mind sometimes, you know, and they're like, "What are you talking about?" I'm like, "Oh shit." I shouldn't have said it in a way, but, but, uh, <laughs> no, it's the truth. You just, you just catch on to it, you know, and then Matson's are, you know, here and they're Australians and all the Australians that come racing and, and, um, Fad, you know, just like having him around this year, you know, and talking or whatever. And, you know, you just pick up on all those little things that I can't say it on here. I don't want to say it on here, but there's a big C word that all of you guys use that oh, we can't use. No, come on, come on. We do not. No. One of the funniest things you got out of the car, you got out of the car one night, I'm pretty sure it was Mount Gambia, and we might have been buttonheads or something at that time, and uh, and you said, hey, Brett, you realise this ain't my first rodeo, you know that, don't you? And ever since then, I've, that's, that's staying stuck in my mind, and I actually use that quite a fair bit now. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Hey, I, here's, there's one thing here, there's a lot of things I want to talk about, but Here's one thing that I want you to, because I know you remember this well. The only time that we went to Sydney to race. Oh, I know exactly. I know exactly. They made us wheel pack. You were out there wheel packing for like 45 minutes. Well, first, first, hold on, back up a little bit. It was the hottest day recorded ever at that point. You remember that? Yep. Yeah, I do remember that. I was sunburned like seven times. That day. That's right. Yep. Yep. You told You're me to get a hat. Stuff. I said, I'll be fine. And I didn't get a hat. My head burned. Yep. You told me to get something yep. to cover my ears up. My ears got burned. That was just one yep. thing after another. But I don't remember. Yep. But I'm serious, people. It was a hundred, I think, I want to, I don't know exactly the number, but it was like 125 degrees that day. Yeah. It gets hot. Yep. Yep. It was something crazy. And they just flooded the track. I mean, they overwatered the hell out of it. Go ahead, they I certainly did. Yeah, so they flooded the track, and they got you out there wheel packing and wheel packing and wheel packing. It was just madness. I don't know how long, 30, 30, 40 minutes. And you pulled in. It's like you had enough of it, and the official came up to you and starts cursing you. And you get out of the car and said, hey, it ain't my problem that you overwatered the track. This ain't a $60,000 wheel packing machine, and then you wandered off. And ever from then, that guy, that guy wasn't too happy with you the rest of the night after that. <laughs> well, I'd already been out there forever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This ain't a sixty-thousand-dollar wheel packing machine. <laughs> well, it's really not. You know, I mean, that, those engines cost a lot of money to be out there chugging around at, at twelve hundred RPM. It's hard on them, you know. And that's—I didn't pay. I didn't pay for it. It was your motor. I was just looking out for you, you know. And yeah, and no, I appreciate it. You know, sometimes you get, you know, you got to think about those things. And as a promoter, you know, because I've been on both sides of the fence now with a little bit. And as a yep. as a promoter, you shouldn't expect those guys to be out there doing that. You know, you know, nah. they got some trucks out there and tried to help it or or whatever. But you know, I I give them props for what they were trying to do because it was hot. It was the hottest day that I've ever felt in my life. Mm, yeah, and exactly. it's a different hot. Than, it's a different hot than we have here, but. But uh, I'll never forget that. You know, I was, I, I, I'm not kidding you, people. I was sunburnt three times in one day. Hey, I've probably got some photos of you looking like a lobster. I need to probably put them up on your Facebook. So without the racing going on, you haven't been doing a lot of racing, and we started off on this. But Brett owns a, 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 a body shop is what we call them here in the States, but they call them panel shops. And yep. uh, like a body man here is a panel beater. So 
uh, Brett had built a brand new, beautiful shop and, and hadn't raced in a couple of years because he's been taking care of that or whatever. It's amazing some of the photos. Anything that Brett does, just like his race rig, it's absolutely beautiful. Uh, you know, people look at it and they're like, where did you buy that? But Brett built it. And everything he does mm. is, is, is magnificent. He does great work. And that's why, you know, you did a lot of work for Gary Rogers, I'm sure, with the Super V8 car teams and that stuff. But with that being said, how is, with all the COVID stuff, I mean, your business good, Brett? Look, it's okay. It's okay. It's um. Uh, it's lucky that we do a lot of old restoration cars now, which are really big jobs. So we had enough work to sort of carry us through through that time. Um, and we also do just general smash repair, just every everyday road car stuff. That certainly slowed down, but we had enough of that um, car restoration type work, which we do a lot of old muscle car type stuff. We do the full metal work and all the paint work and everything, and uh, that that kept us all going. Uh, which was all all good, I guess. Well, with all my American listeners, uh, I'm listening to you talk, and it's just I'm just cracking up over here. I'm laughing because it's a, a you you said a smash what? Smash repair, smash repair work. Smash just repair, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Just I'm laughing. I'm just I don't know. Smash repair. We wouldn't say that here. I'm not sure what we would say, but <laughs> not smash repair. <laughs> yeah, well, we just call just every day general road car, just smash repair work from there. And, uh, yeah, just, just general body shop type work, I guess. <laughs> well, I'm just sitting there thinking about all those smash repairs and you're working on utes. And uh, you guys have some really cool cars, you know, the Holden, the little V8. The Holden, the Holden, Tom, the Holden Commodore Utes, your favorite. Yes, it is. It's beautiful. Beautiful. It's like yeah. an El Camino yep. here. It's called mm. what we used to call El Caminos. Yeah, that's one of your favorite you don't cars. Know you wanted to take one back. Yeah, it would cost too much. Maybe you could sneak one over one part at a time. <laughs> we'll do our best, Wayne. <laughs> we, we actually had you working in the body shop when you were over here um, driving our car. Uh, we got you in there sanding some bits and pieces one day. I don't know if you enjoyed yep, that, right. but you, you, yeah, yep. you've done a couple of hours work. You know me, ain't a lazy bone in the body. I got to stay busy. No, and that's and that's one thing that I will say um, that I was very impressed with how well you worked with your work ethic. Um, you know, you've done all the car maintenance and everything yourself. You let me go back to work when you were overdriving my car. You just said you go and earn your money, and uh, you stayed, at that time we had two shops side by side, one where the race cars stayed, one where we worked, and you done all the car maintenance, and done all the tyres, and got everything ready, and I wandered in at four o'clock, and you're sitting down having a beer, and you said, all I need is a push in with the, with the race car, I'm ready to go, so uh, that's, that was, uh, yeah, that was one thing that I actually, yeah, rate you on, that you, you certainly, uh, you're well prepared, and you're a hard worker, Wayne, you are. Well, I appreciate that, Brett. One one thing though, uh, we were you know we we're talking about Gary Wright. When my first time ever racing your car, coming to drive for you, Gary Wright bailed out. You and Tyson yep. called me. I was at the Chili Bowl, and yep. said, "Hey, can you can you come drive my car?" And I said, "Yeah, I can drive your car. When do you want me to go or come?" And you said, "Tomorrow." I go, "I can't tomorrow. I'm in <laughs> Tulsa. I got to go back to Iowa." 
my passport's in Iowa. I don't have it with me. And I drove yep. to the Chili Bowl, so I had to drive home, pack, do all the paperwork that I needed to do uh, to get a visa and all the stuff. And then I ended up flying out on Monday morning. I'll never forget that. I drove home and got home, you know, midday Sunday from the Chili Bowl, packed, tried to figure everything out, organized, got on a plane first thing Monday morning, flew to Australia. I don't know. I felt like I was in a plane for about five days, but it was, you know, 30 hours later, I land in Melbourne there and you picked me up and we went straight to the shop, bolted the seat in and did that, uh, you know, the, the flights land pretty early. So I think I, I might've landed at like eight or nine o'clock in the morning. Nine, and, yeah. I thought it was at, maybe about nine o'clock or something. We got you. So very little sleep that I had, you know, cause the chili bowl all week and then flying, you ain't sleeping very good in those planes doing all that. And then when I got to Melbourne, we went straight to the shop, bolted the seat in, mounted a few tires, worked in the shop, and we raced that night. That night, that? and then we left. We loaded up and went went to race to Avalon the first night. Yes, yes. And, I mean, that was brutal. I, I, I'm telling you right now, you know, they say jet lag. I had no jet lag that night. I, that night I went straight to sleep, had no problem sleeping all night long. <laughs> then I think from there, then I think we would have went to Mount Gambia straight away. I can't remember now. Gambia is the worst track in Australia. They should bulldoze that place down. It's horrible. That's my <laughs> opinion. I hate, so, hate Mount Gambia. Sorry, everyone in Mount Gambia. <laughs> I hate Mount Gambia. That's the worst track in 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 the country, if you ask me. But I know a lot of guys like it. Yeah. I, I know Perry Matson thinks it's one of the best. So, but uh, I yep. hate it. God, I hate it. I think Jason Johnson actually ran really well there. Uh, at Mount yeah, Gambia. he did. Every time he did, we were yeah. ever there, I just it was just a place that just I don't know. We rolled into that thing, and I just never, ever, never, ever, uh, I don't know. We just never did good there. I just never felt comfortable mm. in the car, and we just never did well. Oh, well, we'll never go back to Mount Gambia. All right, we'll pass that one up and just go on to Warnable. Yeah, exactly. i got a couple more things I want to talk about because we have mostly American listeners. So, you know, at a racetrack here in, in, the, in the U.S., you have hot dogs and cheeseburgers and nachos and popcorn and I don't know, that's kind of normal stuff at the concession stand. And uh, yep. the craziest thing that I ever had in Australia was a meat pie. Oh, yeah. Is that right? And also, that called meat pie? Yeah, meat pie. And also, we got you hooked on Dim Sims as well. Yes, Dim Sims. Now, that, now Dim Sims is a great. And you got to have them with salt. But they're not, you don't have, they don't have Dim Sims at the track, do they? Uh, some tracks they do, yep. Yep, they certainly have the so, portable. Well, let's go back to the meat pie real quick. What is yep. it? Uh, it's just um, minced meat in a in pastry, basically. Um, that's all it is, just a pastry. I can't really explain. I'm, I'm not a big meat pie eater, to tell the truth. But um, <laughs> yeah, just well, pastry with uh, minced meat in it, really. Well, he's saying pastry, and over here a pastry is more like a, a cake donut or a cupcake or something yeah, like that. Yeah, you would sort of say more like a cake, isn't it? Um Your, well wow. yours would be more like a yours would be more like a like a meat pie is more like a hot pocket. I don't know if yep. you know what a hot pocket yep. is. Oh, here, right, uh, but that's that, that's like a meat pie over there. But it, that's one of the things that's different. Like you guys say a cookie, you guys call it a biscuit. Okay. Yep. Yep. Oh, what what do, what do you call your stubby holders? A koozie. That's right. I text you that because you kept you uh, you give them away every week, and I'm like, what the hell are these things he's giving away? 
Yeah. Yeah, stubby holder. Australia is a stubby holder, yeah. The Susan. Mm. I texture about that. So what are those things? things? There's so so many. Hey, speaking of that, you know, we're talking about cookies and biscuits and all that crap. Well, when you were in the state, I got you biscuits and gravy, and you thought it was the worst thing ever. Oh, that was terrible. Yep, yep. That was the worst thing I've ever ever had. And you, were, well, that's... you were raving about them. Where did we have those? Were they at? I don't um, remember. I just remember that I was like, dude, you got to have biscuits and gravy. Because you'd always talk about biscuits. No, I think, and, and I'm pretty biscuits. sure we had them at Mr. C's, your favorite Possibly. restaurant. At, yeah. In Knoxville, yeah. Pro- possibly. But uh, kind of like your Vegemite. Oh, my God. Horrible. <laughs> nah, see, that's that's uh, that's pretty good, the Vegemite. you got to have that. Well, Vegemite, they eat for breakfast on toast. And like here in the States, if you eat, toast you put jelly on it and the more jelly you put on it the better it is well over there i made a piece of toast with a with vegemite on it so i it looks like peanut butter so i smeared it on pretty thick and oh my god it was horrible and they what the exact thing they said well you're putting too much on well if it's any good <laughs> more is better so you should have <laughs> no 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 you just put a little little smear of it and then it's good yeah it tastes like uh vitamins <laughs> yeah, it probably does when you put it on that thick. <laughs> but dim sims, dim sims are good, and they're just more like an egg roll here. But yeah, dim dim sims are great. Look, every convenience store on the way to the track have dim sims, so we always stop and get them. Yeah, we had you hooked on those in no time. We did. Yep. I couldn't have those anymore. Sarah wouldn't let me have them. Probably. No, no. I could see that you're. Uh... You've been losing a fair bit of weight, and you're on your fitness now, so there'd be no more gym sims for you, sir. Well, Corona's been a little rough on me. I put a few pounds back on, but I'm back at it trying to – I'm not sure what she fed me for dinner tonight. I can't remember what it was called, but it was it was good, but it was different. But it didn't take much to fill me up, so evidently that's, it's worked. What's your game plan for – uh, racing? Are you planning on trying to do any racing? Or I mean, yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely. We're we're going to start on. I'm pretty sure the 27th of December. Um, so it's a going to be sort of a limited season, I would say. Uh, so there's going to be a few 360 races, a few 410 races, and we'll just do as much as we can. So uh, uh, I'm pretty sure it starts off uh, 410 races, and then. Then it's got the All Stars series. Oh, I don't think they'll run the series. It's just going to be just some standalone events at the moment because of the the virus. So look, tell the honest truth, it's all a little bit up in the air at the moment. But um, we'll just try to do as much as we can. I'm looking forward to it. Were they? Whether are they plan on letting fans in, or do you know? Uh, I spoke to Ian Vale. Actually, runs the SRA early yesterday, and he. He was saying that um, they're allowing 500 at the moment. So, look, it's still up in the air, so we'll just have to find out in the next week or two what, what they're allowing. But I'm pretty sure it's only 500 at the minute, but I could be wrong. So they're obviously trying to get more than that to uh, to run the events at the moment. So we'll just have to uh, wait and see what, what happens. Well, I think Quinana opened up, and they're running a few races, and I'm not sure if they have they're, or not. They're... Yeah, they're, they're in... Um, Queensland at Archerfield, they're running um, in Quinana. There, they're running. Uh, so we just have to wait and see what happens. What happens in Victoria? 
Are, are they talking about having the Classic or not? No, the Classic's been cancelled, but they have got another race event on for that weekend. Um, but it's just up to if they're allowed to have... They're talking, they've got to have, I can't remember now, 2,000 spectators or something. Uh, so if they're allowed to have that, they will put a race event on that weekend. Uh, but it won't be called the Classic, I'm pretty sure. It's called it the 50-50 or something. So... Yeah, they're definitely trying to put something on. Uh, it's just a matter up to the government if, it's, if they're allowed to get the spectators in the gate, that's all. So I don't think that's what's going to be the telling tale if they're you know, allowed to have race meetings or not. So I'm hoping in the next week or two it'll be all finalised, really. Well, awesome. Well, Brett, I want to thank you for coming on. And maybe here in the next few weeks, maybe we'll have a second episode and, and we can talk about other things and and all that, but I want to I want to thank you again for coming on, and I want you to tell mom and dad hello, and I miss them. And uh, I certainly see, will. If you see Standard Kenny, Bush Kenny, or any of the guys, tell them I said hey. I and, certainly uh, will. Say good day to those guys. Yep. You'll uh, well, once all right, open, Wayne. You'll have to you'll have to come over and visit us again. Well, we got to get uh, we got to get Sarah over. She's been trying to get me to go for the last couple of years, and it's just been crazy busy and and uh, just haven't been able to make it. And you were busy, and, and we could never put a deal together because you were busy and I was busy. So maybe we'll work on that uh, going into, uh, what would that be, 2022? And we yep. can call it the uh, Def Leppard Old Guy Tour or something. <laughs> that sounds like a plan. We'll do it. Without... Well, hey, thank you again for being on. Tell everyone I said hello, and we will talk soon. All right. Thanks, Wayne. I'll talk to you soon. See you, Mike. Outlaw Racing Wings is a proud supporter of the Wednesdays with Wayne podcast. Outlaw Racing Wings build wings for sprint cars and micro and junior sprints, as well as for all types of wing karting. Champion drivers like Christopher Bell, Wayne Johnson, and Brad Sweet all trust Outlaw Racing Wings for the extra speed needed in today's open-wheel racing. Visit outlawwings.com or the Outlaw Racing Wings page on Facebook and Twitter. Choose the wings the champions choose. Choose Outlaw. Choose Outlaw. Wow, man, that was great to catch up with him. There's a lot of stories that we have left. Uh, we didn't even scratch the surface at all on some of the crazy things we've done. But uh, that's why we're going to have him back in three or four weeks here. And Because uh, after we hung up and we just chatted a little bit afterwards, we talked about uh, quite a few things that happened. And then we're like, oh, shit, we should have did this. And, oh, we should have said that. But... Uh, I must say, I got to edit some of that just a minute ago, and it's pretty, um, I don't know what the word is, but to hear like your Oki... You're lost for your, words? I'm lost for words. Your Oki accent and his Australian, like, it's just funny hearing the two of you go back and forth because, I don't know, y'all are just cute. G'day, mate. <laughs> and this is something, I guess I can tell the listeners, you guys talk to each other like once every week or two. And so I get to hear you on the phone with him. And this is this is like their normal conversations. They check in with each other. How you doing? And then they reminisce and then talk about stuff. And just, they've got a good relationship. Yeah, so we, you're going to take me over there. Well, we really, uh, I mean, we're the same people. It's really strange. That, it frightens me. Maybe don't take me there. Because There's another one of you. He, <laughs> like, he came to, to, the, to the States and went to Vegas. And he brought his girlfriend with him, Riley, and they kind of actually, I don't wouldn't say got in a fight, but they didn't agree on something and 
basically he just said piss on it and the next thing you know it's gone and four or five hours later him and him and uh, standard kenny show back up so i had to babysit riley for four <laughs> or five hours and it just was you're saying that's exactly what you would do and i know that's well, no, correct yeah that's what i'm saying if me and you do, i mean it's just better off instead of fighting about it just whatever just whatever yep yeah Okay, well, then I definitely need to meet him in person because... Well, he's crazy, so... Well, that's what I hear. So, what do you got else? What else you got going on this week? Uh, thought you want to speed this up. Yeah, since we've got a long episode going here with the interview. Uh, do you have anything to add about your off-season antics this past week? Anything of note? Just a lot going on. Um, man, we are busy, busy. Just trying to get stuff going and... You've got this big vacation planned here in 15 or 16 days. You act days. like it's my fault that we're going on vacation. So I've really been busting my ass. Uh, it gets you motivated. Yeah, it'll be worth rocking it. Rocking and rolling. We'll see how it goes. Okay. We'll just keep working at it. We're going, going, going. I just know that uh, as soon as this episode is over, as soon as we're recording, that hot tub sure looking good. Wine hot tub. My yes. knees are killing me. Oh. Okay, I've got your question of the week. From our good friend, Slick Rick. He always comes in clutch with the good questions. What is the deal with Slick? He has great questions, so we can't fault him for that. If you want to submit a question, then you're going to have to do one better than him. Okay, Rick, we're going to send you a stubby holder. (laughs) I think we have, but if you want more, we'll send you more. Well, he doesn't know what a stubby holder is unless he listens to this episode. Well, that part is in the beginning of the episode so he knows and he listens to every episode okay well we're gonna send you we're gonna send you an extra stubby holder (laughs) (laughs) slick rick said with the end of the year upon us i've seen a lot of teams selling off parts that have never been used what is the purpose of selling those items off if they are still brand new oh man good question you said it was from who? It's from Slick Rick, and he wants to know. Oh, okay. Well, Slick why Rick, you sell off the good parts, Rick? We don't sell any new new parts unless we're switching brands or or anything like that. Uh, you know, it was a very short season, fifty six races. Actually, we just mostly sold uh, drive lane drive train parts is all we've sold, uh, and just cosmetic stuff, bodies and wings and that kind of thing. Uh, not sure why you would sell new parts other than if you're switching to a different brand or this, that, and the other, but, uh, you know, I, I kind of try to use my stuff as, as long, as long as I can, you know, it's, it's expensive to do this sport and try to take care of the car owner. And, uh, we, we use our parts. I mean, we have time frames that we use rear ends and those things. And like, I've already sold all the old rear ends off. We run our, we run our rear ends, uh, 20 nights and then we uh, just change them out well and i wonder if that question could be from a, a perspective issue you know you'll run something 20 times and then sell it off or change it out where you know a used part for someone else is it's not usable anymore or something of that nature so i wonder how much that has to play into it well, I don't understand why they would sell new parts unless they're switching or like brands new. I mean, or manufacturers or whatever. I could see that. But that'd be the only reason I would know. I mean, I sold new wings. Mm-hmm. So uh, why'd you do that? Well, because they were powder coated and decaled uh, in last year's scheme. And we've, okay. we've changed everything up. So there's no sense in... Well, then that would be a reason. Uh, you know, somebody will use those and they get a decent price and we start from scratch. So... Uh, I thought I that mean, was a good question. That kind of thing. But... 
Yeah. I'm not sure why they would sell new parts uh, unless they just got a bigger bank account than we do, which <laughs> it wouldn't be that hard because uh, there's a lot of teams out there that spend a lot more money. But I don't waste. Uh, and I think that's how or one of the reasons I'm able to stay in this sport as long as I have because I try to take care of the car owner and use what we have and uh, not waste. Okay. Good question. I have my question. Thanks, have- Slick Rick. We'll get you that stubby holder coming. <laughs> I have two questions that I wrote down, so I'm just going to use the one that I pick now. How often do you have dreams about racing? I, really not a lot. Not often. Um, but, and I don't want to dream because years ago, back when I was injured, mm-hmm. previous to that injury, I had a dream that I was injured. In a crash. Like the night before? No, it was a little bit a little bit before that, but I did have that dream. But also in my recovery process when I was on Vicodin and all the stuff that they had <laughs> the me good on. Stuff. They uh also had a dream I won the lottery, but I haven't done that yet. So <laughs> that needs to happen. Come on, <laughs> dreams. <laughs> I guess you gotta buy a lottery ticket to win, huh? Oh true. That doesn't happen either. Okay, well, that was my fun question for this week. I have another one for next week, but we'll just save it since this is a long episode. I have a review to read. Rob Peters Motorsports left a review this week, and they said, Great podcast. Look forward to listening every week. Being a 410 crew chief in Central PA, I enjoy how open Wayne is on many subjects. I really pay attention on technical talk. You never stop learning in this business. Keep up the good work. Rob Peters. Rob Thank you so much for that review. And if you will send me an email at waynejohnsonracing at yahoo.com, I would be happy to send you some goodies. Well, Rob, I appreciate that uh, you listening. And I'm kind of curious what 410 team he uh, works for. Okay, well, message me your address plus what 410 team you work for. I also would like to let everybody know we're at 85 reviews. So keep them coming because we have that uh, signed crew shirt, 2020 crew shirt. That we're going to give away when we hit 100. Yep, for sure. That was my deal. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm back on Rob. He's, uh, I was, I, he's, I'm glad he's listening. And uh, just, I don't know Rob, so it just uh, what you get on this podcast, Rob, is, is me. I'm pretty open, pretty, uh, I don't know. I'm just, uh, just an old guy living a dream. So <laughs> I try to think of more, um, like technical questions to ask as they come when I'm around the car and around him and like, Hey, why do they do that? You know, from someone that has no idea. Um, and of course off season, I'm not, so I'm hard up on good technical questions, but if you all ever have any of those, always send them to us because he would be happy to lend his knowledge on whatever you have a question. Well, about. I don't, you know, one thing about it, Rob, if you get, if you ask me a question, I give you an answer and you don't agree with it. I'll just tell you that, my dad told me a long time ago that there's no wrong or right way to do this racing thing. If it works for you, then it's right. That's it. So pretty, so, pretty much in a nutshell. Yep. Okay. Well, with all that being said, don't forget you can follow along our adventures at Wayne Johnson Racing on social media, Facebook, Instagram. You can always email us at waynejohnsonracing at yahoo.com or you can call our voicemail slash text line, so I guess you could text it as well, 405-362-0620. Honey, anything else to add? Can you all hear the whining dog? I hope you can yes, hear him. Yes, Jeez. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary, my love. Episode 44. 
slash anniversary night. But, uh, nope, I don't have anything other than, uh, you know, I normally finish this off saying don't get the coronavirus. Keep listening. But seriously, don't get the coronavirus. But I'm going to d- change it up. Oh. You're going to get the coronavirus. <laughs> Survive the coronavirus. Everyone's going to get it. So, uh, uh, take your zinc and drink your water. And till next week, keep listening. This has been the Wednesdays with Wayne podcast. We thank you for joining us and ask you to tune in every Wednesday for a new episode. Until then, we'll see you at the tracks.